Hello. Welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. I'm Susie Parker Goins. I'm a channel, energy healer, past life explorer, teacher, guide. Links are in the description box for podcasts, financial support, and contact information. So please like, comment, subscribe, favorite, share with your friends, do the things. I upload on Mondays and Thursdays, and the best way to get a hold of me is through email at suzypgoins at gmail.com. Thanks for your support. Last week, I talked about eight easy do-it-yourself ways to identify past lives. They were not only easy, but they required minimal equipment. They were immediate gratification techniques to get you started. Well, this week, I want to delve a little deeper. To look at the why would you want to look at past lives? What impact past lives may have on you in this life? And ways to look at it which require a little more time and thought. And then next Monday, the meditation will also delve a little deeper. First, I want to define the terms that I use. I refer to the past life person as the personality. That way, there's a separation between you and your current life and the past life as someone else. Then there's the process of resolution. It's when you talk to the personality of a past life to get the life lesson wisdom, you exchange love and gratitude, and then that personality is released back into the universe. And it's during the resolution process in which healing can occur. And finally, soul purpose, life lesson, life wisdom, these are all close to the same thing, and that's what you have set out to learn in any given lifetime. Okay, now, why? Why would you want to release past lives? If you've brought past life issues forward to your current life, they could be having a negative impact. Not only would you be looking at an issue in a new light, but you might have traveled with other players before, or you could be revisiting a locale. An exploration can show you how an issue got its start long ago. Looking at previous lives allows you to look at that trauma. Sometimes it's as easy as just bringing that experience to light, which can result in changes in your current life. Other times it can require more in-depth inner work. And if it's out of the realm of this meditation, seek professional help. There are regression therapists available and you can find them in an internet search. You're not alone. So Ainsley McLeod, who's a psychic and an author, he has a list of 10 big fears which people experience in their current lives, which probably came from a previous life. Number one is a fear of authority. It means that personality had been abused by someone in power. Number two is a fear of loss, whether it's through wartime experiences or other lifetimes in which you lose somebody, something very dear to you or someone very dear to you, a loved one or everything you own, that sort of thing. Number three is a fear of inferiority, that feeling of not being good enough. And those are lifetimes in which one was either enslaved or had no control over their own life. It's probably connected with the fear of authority, too. Number four is a fear of betrayal of trust. 
This is more than just the physical stab in the back, but more of the metaphorical stab, you know, political betrayals or, or some, something of that sort. Fifth, fear of failure. These could have been lifetimes in which the soul's goal was not accomplished or the life was cut short. Fear of intimacy is number six. That's a fear that could have stemmed from lifetimes in which one loved and lost or physical intimacy was forced upon them, including rape or physical abuse. You see how some of these tie into each other. Number seven is a fear of self-expression. Those experiences in which self-expression resulted in a tragic consequence for the personality or others. It can be one that expressed some kind of thought or opinion that was new or radical, or a lifetime in which one did not stand up for themselves and communicate. You were forced to be quiet in that lifetime. Eight, a fear of powerlessness. Lifetimes in which one was not able to control their own lives. Lives of the enslaved or one in which they didn't have any self-governance. Again, this could be tied into that fear of authority or inferiority. They could be working together. Nine is a fear of death. And that's if the previous personality had had a particularly traumatic end. And that's what would be pulled forward into this life. And finally, number 10 is a fear of rejection. You may have current life issues around abandonment or strong feelings surrounding not being included in community or groups. And a past life in which one was shunned or excommunicated could be the origin point for that fear. It's generally accepted that facing one's fears allows one to move forward in this life. Well, when you feel you're ready, regression therapy is a viable and effective option. Here are a few ways in which you can explore past lives to get an idea of deeper issues. Now, these methods require a little more time and equipment, but they can open the door to healing for you on so many levels. First, free writing or automatic writing. So free writing is when you just sit down with pen and paper or a laptop or a computer keyboard and start writing. Yeah, set your intention to explore a past life. Maybe pick a time frame and see what you find. And just write. Don't judge anything that goes under the paper or screen. Just write. It's... It's a method that authors use, that writers use all the time. Why not use it for this? When you call in your spirit guides to channel that information, that becomes automatic writing. It, it's, it's a form of channeling, but you can write with your non-dominant hand to get your brain out of the way, and then you can see what results. I've done it with my dominant hand because it takes me too long to write with my non-dominant. So, you know, maybe that's when the keyboard happens. Just, you just go, call in your guides and just go for it. It was during that automatic writing or this free write that I uncovered a lifetime as an Appalachian woman living in the woods with her family. She was a healer. Um, she also happened to hold the secrets of the town fathers. Yeah, I took a little bit of the company time to write it down, but it was so worth it. 
Next up is scrying. Scrying uses any reflective surface as a focal point. You set your intention, soften your gaze, open your heart, and pay attention. That's what you call using a crystal ball. Um, other things you can use to be your focus would be like fire, clouds, water, a thing called a black mirror. You can even close your eyes and look at the images presented on the inside of your eyelids. I'm not very skilled at scrying, so I really can't detail the process other than that general that I just did. Uh, but a friend of mine once told me how she was able to see herself as a past life personality. She had used a mirror and lots of soft lighting through candlelight at the time. Two more methods that I'm not trained in are astrology and hand analysis or palm reading. A proficient reader in either art can give you excellent information about past lives and the issues affecting your current life. Then if you want to explore tarot, there are so many spreads relating to past life information. You can find them on Pinterest or any kind of internet research can show you all kinds of spreads. Now when I use tarot or oracle cards, I ask, what do I need to know? So then you could rephrase your intention with, what information will you give me to know about a past life regarding fill in the blank? So past life information is held in what is called the Akashic Records or the Akasha. There are many practitioners around who, who access the Akasha. And there are meditations available in which you are guided to access your own. Whether it shows up as a library of books with each person's name on it, or as a channel friend of mine saw it, as a filing cabinet, or as I see it, a world map, there's no limit to how you can use it. There's no limit to how the Akasha can appear to you. And finally, our meditations. Whether you sit quietly on your own or listen to a pre-recorded meditation or guide yourself through a meditation, clearing your mind and connecting with divine and listening, paying attention, those are excellent ways to look at past lives. I've used meditations through YouTube to allow me an opportunity to get a lot going, to, to let go of trying to keep track of where I am in a meditation. I also have my podcasts, but I don't know how I'd react to hearing my own voice. <laughs> Meditations only require time. Okay, time and quiet and openness. Exploring your past lives to find the origin of current life phobias and releasing them really can result in transformation or a shift in consciousness. Certainly an opportunity to grow on the spiritual level. So until next time, Blessings.